1: What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Deanna Kent, sitting here with my gracious co-host, Xavier Miller. What up,
0: what up, what up? What's good? What's good, people?
1: What's up? How you doing today, It's Good to have you on the show. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you on the show
1: I know, I've been out for a while, but it's yeah. great to be back in the studio, especially with such a special guest But before we get started, you guys, please make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button Like, rate the show, leave a comment, leave us some helpful feedback, you know, some things you guys want to see on the show We truly, truly appreciate it, and definitely make sure you subscribe We're almost a 10k thousand followers on YouTube, so let's let's get that up So, getting into today's show, we have an amazing guest with us. She's a special friend and she's doing some amazing things in the digital space as far as marketing, branding, all that good stuff. Her name is Renee Bull. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be on the show. (laughs) We've
0: been been waiting to get this on for uh, what's been
1: it's been like a a
0: month, yeah, over a month. It's been over a
2: month, actually. I I DM'd you like months ago. It's been a while because she was like, When you're in Texas, and I was like, Cool. And I hadn't even ever been to Dallas at the time. So I'm well, glad we I'm here. Got you're here. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> Thank
1: really you know for coming you. on the show. So to give the people a little bit of background for those who may not know you, um, just let us know like about
2: yourself and how you got started on your journey. Man, that's like a whole that's podcast an episode. Question. But <laughs> yeah, a, whole episode. <laughs> a little bit about me on the online space. I go by a Helpful Digital Marketer. Um, man, so that's the business that didn't fail. So that's great. (laughs) I started this business in when did we incorporate? I guess two, we'll do two things. We incorporated the business in 2018. I don't think I started working in the business until like 2019. So, um, but yeah, Helpful Digital Marketer was like the one that didn't fail. I think I had like four <laughs> businesses that did fail before okay, that. Okay. So it's exciting. But mm. yeah, I basically help businesses learn how to increase their sales, their profits with Facebook and Instagram ads. That's like my my whole thing.
0: And yeah. it's like um they the the way they run ads. It's like the, with the algorithm. It's like things is always changing. Like well, how to get a successful a successful rate. So yeah. like, what's your um it's pretty much. Dude. Would you, you
1: know, for the secret no, no. <laughs> He
0: like it's straight out the gate. Hey, I get straight to the he point. how to do it. <laughs> I'm not like a small talker. Give it talk. to him
1: in the first five minutes. I'm not a right.
0: small talker. I get like, straight to the point. So like, yeah, pretty much like how you, yeah, you, y'all right. Y'all get what I'm getting at. Pretty much.
2: <laughs> Man, you know what? I believe what you're, what you're, what I feel like you're asking me. I think like the quickest way to figure out what does work. I think this is in life too, is figure out what doesn't work.
0: Right. And once oh. you
2: lose enough money in ads. Yeah. You quickly find out what doesn't work. And mm-hmm. so when I first started ads, I think I lost like 15K quick. Boom. Because I, I went in confident, which a lot of people do. I think mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it's just, you know, okay. we're going to put a budget up. We're going to go in. All we need is traffic on the website. And then the mm-hmm. sales going to go crazy. We're going to be millionaires. Right. So I had yeah. this mindset going in when I first started. This was years ago. And I remember spending money, spending money. And then you think, oh, maybe I should just double the spend. And that's what I'm missing. I should spend more more money. No, that's not what what you're missing. But I would say that I failed my way into being successful. And now I feel my mission is to help to uh, alleviate Alleviate pressure and, of course, wasting your your money. Right. And that's why I kind of preach so much on Instagram of like, stay away from this. This is not what I'm telling you because it's like cute. I mm-hmm. wasted my money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to save
1: you. <laughs> yes. So
2: yeah.
1: About that 15K, how long was that time period?
2: Like Man. a span of months? It or... was a couple months. Maybe we were we were probably running. It had to be like maybe in the span of like three to six months. Oh, that's I'm just like, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like three to six months. And we we just kept going and going and going. Um, And at the time, I just didn't know where to get the answers like i had been exposed to facebook ads because i went to a conference but i didn't have like a deep understanding i was really learning as Mm -hmm. i tested and and spent money so once i did figure out what worked and i really like i mean i put enough enough time and money to really navigate the space um, you know, then you just don't do that anymore. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well we found out that doesn't that doesn't work, so yeah. we're not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> but it did it did. It take it took a lot of money and mm-hmm. it took a lot of time.
0: So so for the people are listening that may be entrepreneurs, why is this important? Facebook ads, Instagram ads, why is that important for them?
2: I mean, at the end of the day, this is what I always tell business owners, you're in business to, you know, because it's your purpose, you want to make, you know, a difference, but you also want to make money. And I think a lot of the times people go in and they have like this vision, but they don't really have a strategy on how they're going to consistently bring in revenue. And so like marketing is huge. You have to stay relevant. You have to stay in front of your audience. You have to stay in front of a new audience. And so, you know, with the algorithm, I'm always like, it's trash. Listen. Uh, You praying Instagram don't play you today. You're hoping your post reaches your audience. I don't like to leave it to chance. I like to have a strategy where I'm like, we're going in, eyes are on us. I have my ads on. I don't need to post three to five times a day to know that we're going to hit our goals. Mm. And so for me, I like to just preach like flexibility. You know that your ads are running 24-7 with or without you being online. And I have like peace no, and i'm going to sleep you're going to see me you're going to see you've been me, on right? my website you're going to start seeing my ads you've been on my instagram you're going to start seeing my ads i it's it's a system that i have set up and i i think giving that to business owners empowers them too to know like my marketing is working for me i'm constantly relevant and um i can make some money mm-hmm. so it, it's just it's just a powerful tool that I think that everybody should 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 be doing with their business I
0: agree. when you think when you think people should start running ads for their business do you Man. think they out day one or should they start turning some profits first like what what do you think about I that? think
2: I think the best time to start running ads for your business and I, so there's a couple things. It depends on what you want to do. so some people like say you're not you haven't launched something yet but you are building, say you're about to build up the launch for a website. You should start running ads to a wait list to get an audience. A lot of times people are dropping, and I see a lot of business owners do that. They think that they can just drop something out of the blue like they're Beyonce. Mm -hmm. You can't, you have to build momentum. Mm -hmm. And so with ads, it's like, it works in so many different ways. I think the first thing you need to do as a business owner is define your objective. What are you trying to do at this moment with your business? Are you trying to get eyes on your business? Build a wait list, just literally run ads to get people interested in your product or your service. If you are already at a point where your product or or service is booming and you're like, listen, if we like double down on our traffic, we can like triple our profits. Then you know that your objective now is to get more traffic in so that your conversion will increase. And if you're booked out. Right. Again, that's why it goes back to what's your objective. If you're booked out, no, you don't need to be running ads. If you can't service any more people, it's not time to run ads right now. And so I think you have to assess where your business is, like what are your needs, Mm -hmm. and then create a strategy on how ads can help you get there.
0: Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's like a master class, right? <laughs> nice. I was like, I'm like hey, "I thought we're gonna start with my life." You're like, "Nah, we, we gonna we want the ads, baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we want the ads." Okay. We gonna, we,
0: gonna, we, gonna, we gonna get back to all that stuff. No, too, I love baby. it. I love talking about this stuff. Yeah. I'm like,
2: listen, I yes. love it. So,
1: <laughs> so I want to ask you, uh, what platform would you say has the best algorithm per se? Would you say like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? Like, where would you say you could see the best results?
2: Or Man, does it depends on your strategy. It depends on the business and the niche and the consistency of the o- the business owner. Like I've seen people pop on Twitter. I've seen mm-hmm. people pop on YouTube. I've seen mm-hmm. people pop TikTok. on TikTok. Like mm-hmm. it's I for me it's more about where are you gonna be consistent? Mm-hmm. Because At the end of the day, right, I I tell people, focus on building a community. Where can you be consistent, and where can you build a community? If you're not going to consistently post videos, I wouldn't recommend TikTok or YouTube. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be the one to type, and you always have, like, something to share, get on Twitter. Run it up. Mm -hmm. Like, you just have to find, if you don't even want to do that, and you just want to post, Go on Pinterest, like there's so many ways to win. I talk about this so much. There's so many ways to win, but I would say wherever you can be consistent, Mm -hmm. right? And then leverage that to lead people into something that you own, like your email list or your text list. Um, You can leverage that data because data is really what it is. Data is key. You can leverage that data from any platform to help you when you are ready to run ads. Mm. And that's not even like just Instagram, Facebook ads, That's YouTube ads, TikTok ads, uh, Twitter ads, like Mm -hmm. wherever you want, you know, to get um, additional reach. But I would say, yeah, whatever platform you could be consistent on, you should really stick to that.
0: Yes. Okay, okay. Now let us um let's scale it back a little bit. So the
2: people
0: so <laughs> that's hey, correct. Well, we now the people, you want to scale. Right, we gotta let the people know who you is, what you do, and ah! you know, that you're really the truth. Now we can scale it back a little bit. So just um for the people who may not be familiar with you, like where you from, like how you came up, or, like how you even get into all this stuff that you now.
2: know. That's a good question. Um, so I'm from Delaware. I'm one of what? seven kids. Hold
0: on, I thought you was from Atlanta this whole time. Oh, oh she, no, she was
2: from Delaware. I've been in Atlanta like eleven months.
0: <laughs> what the f- I mean, yeah, <laughs> let, let, I don't he think she was,
2: was around when oh, we had well, that we had conversation. Heart heart. Yeah, yeah, we, so we was... had like a heart to heart. Like, I was like, "Girl, this is my life," and she was <laughs> like, "Who
0: are you?" And I was Delaware, like, we got to up? know
2: each other last. Time.
0: Yeah, this from Atlanta? This whole no. Phone. So I <laughs> people, that's like, yeah, another whole story. Like
2: Atlanta is a whole another story. I've only been there eleven months, oh, which okay. is kind of. Yeah, I haven't even been there a year. This okay. month will make it a year. Um, but no, I grew up in I grew up in Delaware. A uh, fun fact, Black History Month fact: um, In 2015, I became the first African American Miss Delaware USA, okay. and then I made history and placed at Miss USA in 2015. Look, he like, he ain't no legend. Yeah. We got Miss Delaware USA on the yes. show. The <laughs> yes, yes. This, this right. man didn't read the brief. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, you don't expose yourself. <laughs> Hey, gonna, no, but, no, setting, fun fact, and y'all can y'all can Google. It. I hate to even say she this. Got it. She sounds issues. crazy, but y- you can Google this. It's a fun fact. There's there literally. I was the first black woman from my state. So I love my state, Delaware. That's where I'm from. When I was um, after Miss USA, that's when I moved to New York and I became a flight attendant. Okay. So I was flying for like a couple Mm -hmm. years. And that sort of is what pushed me into entrepreneurship because I hated being a flight attendant. And like I said about ads, same as life, you quickly find out what you want to do by finding out what you don't want to do. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, dang, I thought I wanted to be a flight (laughs) attendant. When I became a flight attendant, I thought like that was going to be what I was going to do. Like Mm -hmm. you could not tell me nothing. And I was like, yeah, I hate this. And I was super depressed. And I just remember going home. And I was living with my brother, Josh, at the time. Shout out to you, Josh. I was literally living in his closet. Because, you know, New York rent crazy. So I was like, um, can I just stay with you here? Like a one-bedroom. I was living in his closet. It was crazy. And at the time, I came home. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to quit. Because like I hate everything. And he was like, uh, oh, finally. And I quit my job. This was like 2018, maybe. And I just remember promising myself, like, even if it took five years, I would figure out how to figure it out. Like I don't mm. even I had no plan. I, this is not advice to anybody listening. <laughs> do not do this. But I had no plan, I had no savings um and I just told my family like I'm going to figure it out. I just felt like there was more for me. And um at the time I just knew I wanted to be around people who had like that same mindset of faith cuz I was really walking on faith. I had nothing. But um I went to a conference, and at the conference, I I went by myself, and at the conference, I literally prayed. I was like, the next person I meet, like, let it be like a divine connection. Like I was like, please. And this guy came up to me. He was like, Oh, your pants are cool. Like, I'm about to teach a session. You should come. And I was like, Cool. In the session, he talked about Facebook ads, and he was doing like six figures a month. And this was like the first time I ever heard of anyone making money online. Mind you, I'm broke. I'm like, bro. You talk about you making six figures online from a laptop. And that was like the seed that started everything. Mm. Um, But I think the faith came from like my father's entrepreneur. So I've seen people work for themselves. I just he he's done insurance. He's done real estate. I just didn't feel like that was for me. Mm. So. I think that like I always knew that entrepreneurship was possible. I just didn't feel like it was possible for me mm. until I went to that conference, and then like everything kind of just changed after that.
0: Mm. So, yeah. so what got you to um, from Delaware, New York to Atlanta?
2: Oh man! So <laughs> then I so in between so I, <laughs> wow yeah so in between Atlanta and. Um, New York, oh I God. moved to Hawaii so <laughs> like, after I went to the conference that's when I started my business and then I have um, like I told you I'm one of seven so one of my other brothers is was in the military at the time he retired, shout out to Jeremiah Bull Fitness online mm-hmm. but um, I was telling him like social media strategies, just stuff that I was like yo, I think this will work and he started doing it and I was like, he was like, it's working like what you're telling me to do is working. I was like, oh that's crazy of course it is because i am a mastermind at the time at the time it was just like me doing research and like learning and i was like i had taken a course and now i was i was like man this is working cool i was like well what if i like come to hawaii and like work on your business with you full-time because I was still trying to find my way. Mm-hmm. Like, I hadn't really solidified what it was I was doing. Like, I incorporated my business, as many people probably do. And then I just didn't do... Like, I didn't know Any. what to do next. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I got an LLC. Right, right, right. <laughs> and that was it. So I was like, what if I come to Hawaii and just, like, work on your business full time? Like, I'll do strategy. And he was like, nah. Like, no, you're not coming here. <laughs> and I was like, cool, cool, cool. And I feel like I was just like, just wait. And I was like, all right, cool. Because I feel like I'm very, like, much, like... A believer in God. So, mm-hmm. a lot of this probably won't make the sense to people, but I just have faith in the steps that I... W- I just felt like my steps were ordered. Mm-hmm. So, he literally, like, a couple weeks later, my brother calls me back. He's like, this rent is crazy. I'm about to buy a condo. It's a two-bedroom. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, you're about to buy a condo. And I didn't say nothing. And then, like, a little bit more time came. He's like, nah, the stuff you're telling me to do really work. And, like, I was like, so, what you... Mm-hmm. I mean, you got a two-bedroom. Just say he was like, all right, <laughs> Come. So I bought a one-way ticket to Hawaii, and literally, as soon as I touched down, we were, like, filming, doing, like, run. I was running ads for him. Like, we became the biggest personal trainers in Oahu, where we were, because I was running ads. Like, he would go out. People would be like, oh, you're bull mm-hmm. Fitness. Like, I see your ads all the time. So I'm like, oh, like, I really know what I'm doing. This was over a matter of, like um a year so okay. a year i'm just going hard on his business like going crazy we running up on the island everybody's like his boot camps are sold out everything's going really well so i'm like dang i really know what i'm doing and now i think that gave me the confidence to really go 100% with helpful digital marketing mm. and then when covid hit that's when i had to leave hawaii because they shut the island, the island down. down so mm-hmm. i told my brother like for my mental health i got to go like i couldn't even leave um, the house like you couldn't be outside unless you were like a central worker or in the military. I was neither. So I was in the house for like days. I felt like I was going crazy. Yeah. So I, like, I got to go back home. And then once I moved back home, that's when I really like doubled down in my business and everything just blew up from there. Mm-hmm. Like from my move. home, I, Mind you, I, moved, I had to move back home with my parents. So I was living in my parents basement and that's literally like just grinding. I was like, I'm going to work my way out of the basement. I left Mm. all my stuff in Hawaii, and I told my mom and dad, I just need a little bit of time. My dad told me to go get a job, and I was like, just trust me, I need a little bit more time. Uh, Like maybe 90 days later after moving in, probably less than that, I had my first 10K week in their basement working on a desk. Mm. I mean, working on a table, that was my desk. (laughs) I've never had a desk, but working on a table, that was my desk. I had a 10K week in their basement. I'm showing my dad like the – the payments coming yeah. in on Stripe. He's like, "That's real." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah," because you know my dad, <laughs> brick and mortar. He has a business, but he don't make money online. He, mm-hmm. he he's like, "Give me the cash." Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like that guy. I'm like, "No, they buying my stuff online." He's like, "For real?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, they buying it for real." And then after I work, after I hit that week, I was like, "I need to go somewhere where I can really like just be." I don't know. I just needed to go in a space that I knew would I could flourish in and i just felt like atlanta made sense again bought a one way to go out there Mm. um my girlfriend was like stay at my place as soon as i got there i said i'm moving here Mm -hmm. it was just it just you know your steps are ordered Mm -hmm. and so um i was up like big risk big reward and so you know i've just not been afraid to try things and, and lose and fail and then figure it out and so, like, that's kind of... I don't even know what the question was. But that's <laughs> uh, kind of, you know, how it, how I got to Atlanta. Yeah,
0: you got yeah, to yeah. Atlanta. Yep, just your how journey. old
2: were you when you uh, went back to your parents' house? That was 2019? That was the end of 2019. So I was... Dang, how old am I now? I'm about to turn 29. I'm 28. So that, I was 26. Mm. So 26, I y'all. was
1: 26. And you know, most people... Yeah. Around that age, they feel like once they move out, they will never double back. They will never go back to their parents. They feel like, you know, I can't do that. I got to do X, Y, and Z. But it's like, dude, like, it's nothing wrong with going back. If you have that opportunity, go back, do what you got to do, stack some money, break off your parents. But that can really help put you in position.
2: Yeah, I think, like, for me, I needed that time. I just needed more time. and I just... I think that people just need to give themselves more time. And I knew that, like, I just knew I was onto something. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. you just have this feeling of, like, yeah. nah, man, we close. Like, and I just had that feeling. I remember telling my mom, she was like, cool. My dad was like, get a job. I was like, no, just give me a little bit more time. And then, you know, I was right. But, um, yeah, you
0: was right. For sure. I
2: just didn't have, I don't know. For me, pride is not a thing. Like, I just feel like once I have faith in something, I, yeah, I'm gonna do whatever, whatever to do. it takes mm-hmm. to, yeah. to
0: do it. But, um, Speaking of time, though, but how much time is too much time?
2: I would say I, I don't even think I don't even think it's about time. I had this conversation with my sister about um, and not to contradict what I just said, but I, I think more important than time is to really assess your progress. Right. I mm. think that um, and and especially because where I am in my business, according to time, Right. When when we talk about statistics of businesses failing in their first five years, time was not on my side. And so what really I think was more important than time is the progress that I was making in the business because I had figured out a strategy and it was a repeatable process. I knew that I was making progress far ahead of what time would have la- have allowed for me, right? Like, I feel like the things that I'm doing, um, the features that I get, like the things that are happening in my business doesn't make sense for somebody who's been in the game for less than five years. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. But the progress that I've made because of the decisions I've been intentional um, to go after, whether it's like education, the right coaches, um, practicing, doing the work, mm-hmm. right? And then once I assess the progress of this is where we were six months ago, and based on our KPIs, key performance indicators, we're progressing at such a rapid pace that like, yeah, it might've been a short period of time, but I know that I have enough progress to keep going. And so with people who maybe have given something so much time and they're like, I feel like if I just keep giving it more time, it'll pay off, it might, but assess the progress. Is it, have you made, are you in a different position than last year? Have you been mm-hmm. doing the same thing same for the thing. last three years? <clears throat> like you got to really have an honest conversation with, with yourself, and that's where I was with my other businesses. I was selling hair, y'all, and I, <laughs> I was failing. Okay, <laughs> why <laughs> do they make? Why do they make us think we can sell hair? I don't know. They make it look so they, Okay, the they <laughs> <failing. I> do. <had, laughs> I was failing. I had I had bought five k of product again, making decisions out of desperation and thinking that in time it will all pay off. Right. Mm-hmm. However looking at our KPIs. The numbers were zero, income, okay, <laughs> right? And so we have to assess then our, our progress. Are we making progress? We're not, let's cut it, right? Mm-hmm. Let's focus on what we're making progress. And at the time I was making progress with Helpful Digital Marketer. Mm-hmm. And so when people are like, how did you decide? Baby, I looked at the progress. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to, the to go so into loud. debt with the hair business and we out here right. doing the ads, so right? Okay. And I think you also have to be honest. It's like, you have to be honest with yourself. And really assess what's going on I don't want to tell people I have a bunch of businesses right if they ain't all profitable mm-hmm. that that does nothing for me
0: I mean self-awareness though that's uh it's, it's funny because just yesterday I, <laughs> yesterday this girl she was a she was rapping and she seen me she was like hey I rap I'm sending this thing to yo got it for whatever reason she just spotted me y'all she felt like I was the guy to rap. <laughs> so I, don't, I, don't, hey. I don't know what she's saying to me so she comes to me <laughs> and she like rapping and she, I'm like, she in my head, in front of you? she rapped in front of me. <laughs> She's like, I got a 20 minute rap. I'm like, all right, 20 minute rap, is all right, crazy. crazy. So I'm wow. like, she rapping in my head. I'm like, this shit is trash. <laughs> but I ain't want to say. I'm like, cause I could tell she a little drunk, and I don't want to be like. So she looking at me, and I said She was like, What you think? I said, Hey, that's hard. She said, You just tell. Me... <laughs>
2: Hey, she she a fan hey. of the podcast. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> she she oh, sorry the say. She was talking to
0: me so long. I'm thinking, yeah. I, I'm thinking if I say it's hard, she gonna be like, all right, good looking. I'm out. She said. She, she looked at me dead in my her. eyes. She said, Uncle. "You just telling me that's why so I get out your face, ain't you?" <laughs> I said, "Oh, that's hard. Send it. Send Hell, to you ASAP. down. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> but but doubling but, down is crazy. Nah. But my point was what I was trying to make was." How did you not know? I feel like like anything I was, I'm terrible at, I know I'm bad at. Yeah. I got enough self-awareness. So i like that's not for me. Yeah, I might let's let, I'm gonna leave that to somebody else. But I don't understand how people don't know. Cause I was like, ain't no way she don't know this shit. Ain't trash. She gonna see this and be like, damn. I just thought about it. she gonna see this and be like that motherfucker lies. <laughs> she see it all for he real. So. Lie. <laughs> <He definitely laughs> but self-awareness, are. like it's like it's crazy to me how some how a lot of people lack it, but. Yeah. Well, if you haven't, I think that's, that should to like a lot of your success. That's why you are where you are for real.
2: Yeah. I think, I think for me, um, I, and I think, I think you have to make decisions too. People don't want to make decisions. They want to make, they want to let stuff play out. Like, Oh, we'll just see. No. As soon as I'm done, I'm done. Like with jobs oh, yeah, we're not doing this no more. And i just Mm -hmm. quit. Now, that's not always always the greatest plan of action. Looking back, I wish I would have done a lot of things smarter. But I will also say that it served me well because I just don't stay in situations in which I can't grow. grow. And Mm -hmm. so when I'm for, I put myself in positions where I'm like, we have to give it our all. And so with that being said, I think it's gotten me to this place um, which is a blessing. I think I have discernment. I think the Holy Spirit helps a bunch, right? Of like, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I don't know. I just, yeah, self awareness is, is is tough. Yeah. It, it's 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 a tough one, but I think that it's necessary, especially when you want to be great, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I mean, not. I think that's what I learned too. Is like. I was running a lot because I was like doing photography, selling hair. At one point, I had like a bracelet, a a custom bracelet business. It was just crazy. Like, you know, everybody's like multiple streams, blah, blah, blah. Cool. But I think my biggest thing is I started to learn, like, I don't want to be good. I want to be great. And for me, I was like, what is the one thing? Like, I did this exercise because people ask me this question all the time, like, how do you choose? Like, if you're good at everything, how do you choose? And I used to feel like that too. Like, I used to feel like I'm one of those people who are really just like, can pick stuff up. And so like, And then people encourage you like, you should really yeah. do this with that. No, you shouldn't. No, you, you really <laughs> no, you shouldn't. shouldn't. Be honest. You shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. And don't start that hair business. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm, no, I, think so. me, <laughs> I think for me, I think for me, I was doing photography at the time. This was in Hawaii. I was doing photography. I was doing ads. I was doing the hair business. And I was like, I want to be great. I don't know which one to choose. And I literally wrote out on a piece of paper, the possibility of hitting the literally the peak of each and everything I was doing. If I was the best photographer in the world, if I won all the awards for photography, if I shot Beyonce and all these superstars, would I be happy? What would my life look like? If I was the biggest hair vendor, like literally top hair, you know, supplier, all the like, would I be happy? If I ran my agency and was helping businesses, would I want to wake up every day and do that? And I remember. Thinking about it for photography, and I was like, nah, even if I won all the awards, I still wouldn't be happy. That's not really, like, what I want to do every day. Same with hair. I was like, I don't really want to do this. I just thought I was going to make some money. (laughs) Like, you know, it's not really my purpose. And I remember thinking, if I can wake up every day and help people change their situation by just learning how to get their message out there with their business. Just helping them reach more people. Like, would I be able to do that every day? And I was like, yeah. And literally, I stopped doing everything else and went 100% mm-hmm. with Helpful Digital Marketer. And everything changed for me mm-hmm. after that. I love it.
1: That's a I've,
2: I've never yeah. heard nobody, like, really look
1: at it from that perspective. And that really, like, puts things, like, it changes things for me personally. But before we keep going, we're going to run our first ad of the show.
0: This episode is also sponsored by The Morning Meetup. One thing all successful people have in common is strong connections. If you're trying to break into the entrepreneurial world, you're looking you're looking to network with like-minded individuals, or you're looking to take your business to the next level. Currently, entrepreneurs from all across the country meet up every morning for a daily meeting from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern to start the day off right. If you want to join this community, there's never been a better time to try it out because for a limited time only, you can start a seven-day trial for just one dollar if you're looking to get started with the morning meetup you can go to www.dmorningmeetup.com slash one dollar trial and like as always the link for that is in the description of this podcast episode
1: but something i do want to um get into real quick because it's kind of already aligned with what we've been talking about but honestly before i really got into this space of entrepreneurship and really like got into the weeds of things i never heard anybody doing ads, having an ad agency and things. And it's a lot of things I've never heard of people doing. But I think that brings us to the point that success doesn't always look like what you think it looks like, like how we go back to the hair business. I've seen so many people being successful at hair. I thought that was success, I thought doing this was the the route to being successful, but you found it in something so unique and so creative and at the perfect time and in a space where everyone is starting online businesses and trying to grow. So I really want to kind of get your perspective on that, it's just like, you know, you got to get creative with these things, you know, it's not going to be always like textbook perfect, you know, when you're starting a business.
2: You mean, like, as far as ads figuring go or just figuring out, like, what, what skill set you, you can yeah, kind of go Yeah,
1: like, with. what skill set, like, what business you can start?
2: Yeah, I, I think, like, for me, I just wanted to figure out what, what my purpose was tied to. And I think that God knew, like, I would always want to, like I said, wake up in the morning and know that I could in some way, like help someone and if i can help you make more money i'm so happy doing that like i'm happy getting on calls and walking people through how to do that but i think the biggest thing for me i went when i went to that conference it was a great conference by the way uh build your own brand um was the name of the conference but yvonne orgy was the uh, keynote speaker and she said something that stuck with me sticks with me she said exposure is the most powerful tool in the world Mm -hmm. and it is Right. And so I think that, like, if you're at a point in your life where you're really trying to figure out what's your thing, you just need to start exposing yourself to more. That could look like traveling. It's COVID. If you don't want to travel, that could look like reading. That mm-hmm. could look like getting on YouTube and just looking at how people are making money. Mm-hmm. Right. Like five years ago, I didn't know people were making money online. Mm. And so I think that the biggest thing is like, and I wouldn't have known if I didn't go to that conference by myself. Like, what Mm -hmm. if I had not went because I was waiting for somebody to go with me? Right. You have to decide to put yourself in positions that might be uncomfortable, but it could be life changing. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like when I travel as a flight attendant, that's when I really learned like what exposure, how exposure could really change your life. I had never Flowing in first class but I'm serving people Who fly in first class I know how much these seats are What do you do that you can just spend 20 bands on a Wednesday Mm -hmm. to fly First class (laughs) on Delta you know like It started to have me Thinking like you know something I don't know Mm -hmm. and I think that People have two decisions in life you either Get mad or you Find out what you don't Know Mm -hmm. and my thing was I just Mm -hmm. Want to find out what I don't know Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at all Right, I want to fly up here too, mm-hmm. and so I think like that's the biggest decision you have is like when you, when you're not where you want to be, expose yourself to greater. When you do get to see greater, figure out what they know that you don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Oh, that's a bar. And then yeah, do the work,
2: right? And then do the work.
0: No, that's <laughs> you you're talking that talk for real. And when, <laughs> when it when it comes to ads though, is it best for like um video or is it best for uh uh picture like photo. or or photo and. If video is best, is it important for it to be, like, extremely high-quality, professional cameras, all this stuff?
2: I love this question. So, I would say my biggest thing with ads, if we go into ad creatives, which is, like, picture ads, should you use video ads, should you use, um, you know, GIFs, you should test everything, right? Because you never know what's going to perform better than the next thing. So, I always tell people you know, my students and my programs and my courses, test video ads, test static ads, which are picture ads, text, uh, test GIFs, test reels. You never know what's gonna stick. Mm. I always recommend running video ads because I feel as though, especially if you're running to a cold audience, these or people who are not aware of you, it's easier to build trust if you're on camera, mm, right? Because like you can yeah, you could, you could literally watch somebody and be like, "Oh no, I always mm-hmm. see their videos. Like, I, I, like the way they look, or I like the way they talk." It could be anything, like marketing. People, people decide what they like about you. It could be anything. I, mean, like, I be just like your jacket. Right. I like her. People DM me all the time, girl. I bought your course. I just think you fabulous. I like your lip gloss. I'm like, girl, whatever, do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the course, right? You never know what's going, what's going to stick. As far as high quality, funny story in Hawaii when I was doing um, ads for my brother, we would put our heart into these ads. Like we would literally go crazy, like spending hours, 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 editing these high, high, like high grade ads. And they would be, they would do trash. Like as far as our KPIs were concerned, AKA, they weren't bringing in any money. Then he would grab his phone and be like, listen, I'm out here training. Here's my at the la. sign up. Fifteen second ad on the phone go crazy, and so for me with, with with my ads, when I tell people, don't spend a whole lot of money on ads because at the end of the day, I feel like the more authentic to ad the ad, the more it's gonna cause people to actually stop and listen to you. If it looks super perfect, if you're like if it's like a whole production, mm-hmm. sometimes especially depending on the niche, in your audience, you're they're not going to feel connected to it. And so with people when they start, I'm like, you don't need to hire a team you got an iphone you, you can make out? all like the ad that literally brought me in over 100k last year when i was running ads i filmed on an iphone with no extra lights and my sisters um they were living in philly at the time literally filmed it just literally talking and telling people to stop boosting their posts on instagram it has like 300 k 300K, uh, 300k views or something like that we ran that all 2021 just that one video that one video i mean there's other other ads but that was my most Most profitable ad right right? i've never had a a team i've never i don't when i do you know when i teach my students you don't need extra. that's not an extra expense you're already going to be spending money on ads so for me personally i think you can really win one by knowing your audience but two by just constantly testing test new things um always try video always try static ads always try gifs um reels and, and really read your data and see what's working best what's
0: working. how yeah. long how long should you leave an ad up if it's not working
2: if it's not well it depends on your objective right so defining what
0: what is working, working right
2: means is the first step um but i would say if you're not hitting your kpis with your key performance indicators an example of a key performance indicator as it pertains to like a facebook and instagram ad is say we go back to the example of i don't have a website launched yet but i'm building a wait list If it's costing you too much to get people to join your waitlist, which in Mm. the world of ads is like a lead. If it's costing you too much per lead, lead. you would cut that ad off and test a different angle. A different angle could look like changing your copy, which is like essentially the caption of the ad. Maybe it's not resonating. Maybe the actual um, creative that you're using, the video or the gif or the picture, it is not clear. I think I see a lot of ads all the time where I'm like, "What are you selling?" It's mm-hmm. not. I'm confused, right? If your audience is confused, they're not going to take action. So at the end of That's the day, friend. if you're not clear on what they need to see, I always say this: If you're not clear on what your audience needs to see, hear, and believe, you're not going to get the conversions that you want. That whether whether that looks like leads, whether that looks like sales, no matter what, if people are confused, they're not going to take action. Mm-hmm. And so I forgot the question, but I think I answered it.
0: You yeah. know, you answered it. <laughs> yeah. what, what's the um? This is another cause I remember um I was <laughs> I was talking I was talking about this and I, what's the difference between like an actual ad and like on Instagram when they say like a boost, boost post? It. What's the difference? Break Oh that my down. gosh.
2: I literally have dedicated my life's work to stopping people from wasting money. <laughs> yeah. The biggest difference is you're wasting money. Mm-hmm. Um so the biggest difference is you can boost your post on Instagram. Most people,
0: people think that's an ad are
2: boosting their posts on Instagram. Instagram will make you believe that you're running ads. Mm-hmm. I'm here to is this camera on me? <laughs> is yes. this camera on? That's stupid, guys. <laughs> Stop. No, but seriously. <laughs> Stop boosting uh, your post. I have so many videos and reels and 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 I had a whole training on this. You're losing money because it's only giving you a fraction of the data and also the reach that you have in. Um, in Facebook ads. So if you ever want to know if you're really running Facebook ads, you need to go to business.facebook.com and you you need to set up a business account. If you're running ads on Instagram, chances are the data that you're getting is not going to a pixel and your pixel is really what allows you to leverage your audience. So that you can retarget individuals who have been on your website or seen your services or products. Boosting gives you a quick like, oh, you reach this many people, but are you really trying to reach people or are you trying to make sales? right? Mm-hmm. Like They give you vanity metrics and a lot of people don't know any better. So they feel like, oh, I just need to reach more people in order to make more money. That's, right. not, true. That's not true. What you need to do is you have to get to a place where you have your Facebook pixel set up. Now it's going to be called a Metapixel. We just got this uh, brief out from Facebook because, you know, they changed it to meta, it's, but we'll just use it interchangeably. But it, your Metapixel has to be on your website. If you've ever been to a website and you've looked at a product and then you go on Facebook or Instagram, and you're like, dog, they're showing me ads for what I just looked at. They're tracking you um, with a pixel. Essentially, they're tracking the visitors so that they can then retarget you. You can't do that when you boost because again, Instagram's only giving you vanity metrics. You only have that leverage which your business needs when you set your business account up on business.facebook.com, you can create an ad account, it's free. You can place your Facebook pixel, it's free. And then you can run ads from that account so that you can see all of your data. You can get really, really specific with who you wanna see your ads, who you don't wanna see your ads. Um, And you can find the audience that's gonna actually purchase from you. Mm. Um, And so, Really, the biggest thing is you're leaving money on the table when you're boosting, you're not getting the proper data, and it's limiting you. Um, and and you're you just just stop Instagram. I want my money back, please stop boosting posts. People (laughs) be boosting too, people (laughs) be like, dang, I thought it was the same thing. I'm like, girl, where where is the data? Instagram be like, you reached 30,000 people and you made no money, money. (laughs) right? It's like, at least. The thing is too, on Face, when you run Facebook ads, you can choose um, essentially the objective that you want. And most times businesses want two things. You either want leads for your services so that they can book appointments so that you can you know, see how you can serve them, or you just want sales for your products. And you can't choose, like Instagram will make you feel like you're choosing that, but you're not. You're just really choosing to expand your reach But when it comes to ads, you're really telling Facebook to find people who have the behavior of purchasing online. Mm. And so that's That's how when you go into Facebook, when you choose your objective, it's so important. Most people make the mistake of thinking, I just need more traffic to my website. That's why I'm not making sales. And what you're really telling Facebook is find me people who just click and go on people's website. When you go on Facebook and tell them that you want more purchases, you're telling Facebook, show my ads to people who are known to purchase online. They have that data, so they Mm -hmm. know who's actually following through and making purchases online. And so that's why it's really important to understand what is your actual objective. Be sure you're running ads at business.facebook.com and not boosting. And know how to read your data so you know if your ads are performing well or if you need to pivot, change things up so you can see better results.
0: That that's was a, a lot gem. of game. That's a <laughs> lot of
2: game. Y'all might need to re-watch this video. No, for <laughs> real. That's,
0: that's free game, re- for real.
2: Re- re-listen to this one. But, yeah, if you're doing... If you don't take anything from this, stop boosting your post. Mm-hmm. Like, just
0: Yeah, that's today. free game. That's free game. Yeah, so,
1: stop. Uh, I wanted to ask you, like, how do you recommend business owners or um, creators deal with the steadily increasing prices of ads? Because I know, like, the last few years, they've just been going up and up and up, and it seems like it's just on the uptrend. So, like, how would you manage that, or should you
2: get more strategic with your strategy?
1: I think the biggest
2: thing um, that business owners need to do um, is double down on their organic marketing. I think that people think that ads, like, alleviate you from the responsibility to market. It's supposed to work in addition to your organic marketing. And I think that because ads used to work so well, I mean, even before my time of coming into the game, like people were getting like crazy results with like little to no ad spend. And I'm like, man, I wish I would have known about this like 10 years ago. But for me, I think that because I've always come into the game knowing like if you already are seeing results organically. Putting your ads on is just that extra push. It's not, It's not. It doesn't alleviate you of or release you from the responsibility to show up mm-hmm. and interact with your audience and talk to them. It's right. crazy. That's people it. got businesses. They think like they just don't. Anyway, that's a whole <laughs> nother podcast. But yeah, you might have to get on live more. You might have to respond to, to DMs or have a team in place to do that. Mm-hmm. Like people are getting tired of not feeling connected and they're not going to be so so quick to spend money if they don't have a connection so you have to build community Mm -hmm. and that's my biggest thing is like build community whether you want to do it on discord a facebook group get on your lives weekly you need to have some sense of community where people know that they can expect to see you show up in some way consistently before you just ask them for their money Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like what are you giving in order to receive that's my biggest thing with marketing like i give free trainings i give free resources and so with that you're also building trust and i think that ads are i mean depending on how yeah depending on how you go how you went about using your ads they are expensive but i know for me for service-based businesses if you're focused on lead generation the results haven't changed that much Mm -hmm. you know like they really have it one of my students she's in my leads to profits program she's a makeup artist actually i think she's in dallas shout out to tamar but she started my program she was getting leads for like 46 cents i was like you're getting leads lower than me like it's so i think like again it really just depends on the need of your business um and you really having a plan for organic and then adding ads on top of that Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Let's talk about let's talk about at least the profits. What is that for the people that's oh, listening? Oh
2: yeah, man, at least the profits is like <laughs> my heart. Um, so, like I talk, we talked about earlier about like focusing on progress, focusing on like not not thinking that time is going to either hold you back or also just give you what you think you deserve. So right. when I came into the game, I did feel a little late. Like I was like, dang. I'm just finding late? my way. Mm-hmm. Everybody making so much money. Everybody seems like they're millionaires online. Mm, <laughs> and so I feel like ads really helped get me out there. And it, it, it accelerated my growth because my reach, you know, I was willing to invest so I could reach more people. And I really believed in the message of, you know, making sure your business is not the biggest, the most kept secret. Mm-hmm. And so like last year, um, I, I saw like, the benefits of me believing in my business and believing in the work that i was doing you know shout out to everybody who does um, follow me on, on instagram and twitter you know because we did some amazing things last year featured on on um on HoneyBook and featured on t-mobile and just all these things that i just thought would take years to do and people were just like well we were just finding you or we just saw your ads and so i really believe that the strategy that i was implementing for my business and other businesses was essentially evening the playing field. Mm-hmm. Is you don't have to wait your turn, create your turn, mm-hmm. right? Of bomb. course due to work, but like y'all gonna see me. I'm not mm-hmm. waiting on the algorithm. Like I'm gonna put money into the ads. I'm gonna put money into these programs, into my courses because I know it can help people. And so all of that is bottled into leads to profits, which essentially is a six week accelerator for service-based businesses that allows them to build their list with dream clients, which was, Touching base back to what I truly believe in is you have to build a community, right? I had zero people on my email list two years ago. Now I have close to 10K. I'm focused on building a community. Mm-hmm. And so Lead to Profits helped you build your list with dream clients and increase your sales. And it teaches you how to use Instagram and Facebook ads to do that. And so if you're interested, you can apply yeah. at lead to profitscom yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's just dope. I just, I just think that... Um, it's just, it's it's really important to me because the program is something that helped change my life. It changed so many other people's lives, like the students in my program and family mm-hmm. members. And I just think that it's it's just it's
0: Oh, awesome. no, we know. We know. We see. Like, before we have, <laughs> like, but typically before we have people on the show, well, I know at least in your case, we hear about them for a while or people say, y'all should have this person on. Y'all should have this person on. Or I might see what they're doing. I'm like damn that's dope. I just, I keep my eye, I keep my eye on everybody. I'm <laughs> be watching like I'm
2: so oh, so I see what so they daddy. I see what
0: they doing. I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching. Right. We got to have them on but we kept I know I kept hearing about you from multiple people oh, about the, how you. you helped them and stuff like that. So That's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so we, we know for sure you out here killing it. You are really doing it. That's so a yeah, That's a blessing. That's a blessing. The people that's watching, y'all go to leastprofit.com for for sure. Mm-hmm. Do y'all say you want to say something?
2: Yeah,
1: so something I want to ask you, kind of like, I feel like I've never gotten really a chance to ask anyone this on the show, but you're in a space where you're coaching people, and that's become, like, really popular, popular lately. Like, you know, people are coaching other people on their per- perspective fields, and I feel like, you know... That's a space where people may need some advice or some instruction on at least, like, how to navigate that space. Because it's still kind of new for people to just, like, jump into that teaching field. So, for you, is there any advice you
2: could give people out there who are stepping into that role? Man, I don't even think I've stepped into that role. I don't even like to call myself a coach. I like to just say (laughs) I'm an instructor. (laughs) Like, I think my biggest thing is, um, I don't know, man. I just... I, yeah, I, I don't even think about it like that. Like, that's a good question. What advice? I, I would say my biggest advice is before even wanting to coach is, like, um, get results. So I, I think before I even put Leads of Profits out or my other, program, my other courses out is I did the work. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of people are, like, quick to teach people what they learned yesterday. Right. I wanted, like, to have such – a Rolodex of results like I was like almost it was to a point where other people were like you need to help more people like you're amazing and I was like I don't know I feel like we should get more results like I kind of was pushed to like because I was so nervous like okay we did it for five people can we do it for 10 okay we did it for 10 like when is it time for me to feel like I can really teach more people Some people don't have that problem at all. They're like, it hasn't even worked yet. Let's just coach. But Mm -hmm. um, that was another podcast. But I think for me, it's (laughs) like, if you are a person of integrity as I am in, in in the online space, that's hard to find. I think you can sometimes think that you have to get, you know, millions and millions of positive reviews. But once you do start seeing results, I think that and you have a repeatable process. I think that you should be in the position to helping others and i think i was doing people a disservice by waiting as long as i did Mm. um and so i i would say like i don't know if i have any advice um (laughs) (laughs) because i don't think that everyone should be coaching I, i thank god for the people that are coaching but i do think that if you have a repeatable process you have proven results and you want to reach more people and help them possibly change their situation you know, go at a pace that's comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. I start small, you have to apply to get into the program. It's not a money grab. This program works for specific businesses. That's why I have the application. I'm not gonna take your money if I know I can't help you. Mm-hmm. It's all about integrity with me. Mm-hmm. Can I help you or can I, and if I can't help you, I'll point you in the direction of someone I feel like can't help you. Mm-hmm. And so I think like, if you look at it that way of like, I just wanna help the people I can with this information, and I'm going to go about it with integrity. You'll always win. Mm-hmm. That's facts, yeah. and that's, that's advice that's in itself. Yep. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's facts. And this is uh, my final question. So, for the person that's a man or a woman that's listening to this, that was in the position you was in years ago, when you said you was working a job that you pretty much hated, you ain't know you was uh, standing at your brother' house in a closet in a similar position Horrible. where they feel like where they feel like they' down and out. What's your best piece of advice for that person that want to get to a level that you on now? That's like, man, there's no way I can get there that 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 soon
2: man i think you just have to take i think the biggest there's a couple things i would say the the first thing that came to my mind is read read <laughs> mm. i wish i would have read so many more books so 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 much mm-hmm. sooner i didn't read early enough in life but i think bigger than that is you got to take radical responsibility for your life i was the one of those people who was waiting <laughs> i thought someone was gonna save me mm-hmm. and mm. i feel like there is this like this feeling that people have sometimes of like I'm a good person. It's gonna all come together. Yeah. All right. Maybe it might, but I'm sure that it will if you just decide. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, there was just this moment. I remember it clearly. I was on a plane. I was looking out the window. I feel like Jesus speaks to me when I'm flying. But mm-hmm. I was like looking out the window, and I just remember being like, "I'm done. Like I'm done playing it small. I'm gonna figure out why I'm here. Like I just made a decision. And I and after I made that decision, I honored that decision. And I think. Like, if you're in a position where you're still accepting what everyone else is giving you, decide if that's where you want to be for the rest of your life or if you want something different. Mm -hmm. And after you make that decision, commit to doing whatever it is to get you in a different position. And I think that that was the biggest thing for me. Like, once I decided, I was like, okay, I need to get around more people who made that same decision as me. And I did everything I could. If I couldn't afford the conferences, then I, then I did it virtually. I was online. If I couldn't do the virtual conferences, I was reading the books about people whose life inspired me. Mm-hmm. I just surrounded I was listening to Les Brown. I was listening to ET. Like, my life
0: mm-hmm.
2: completely changed. I was, like, immersing myself in people who were great mm-hmm. because I knew that, like, they always say, you hang around the barbershop long enough, you're going to get a cut. You mm-hmm. hang around great people long enough, you're going to start believing in yourself. Yep. And so I don't know what it's going to take. It might be you reading the right book or you listening to the same thing every day until you really start to believe that you're in control of your life and whatever you want, you can have. You just got to do the work. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, like, mindset is everything. Change your mindset. and so You I can need. change your life. Me that's <laughs> Lean mindset. Exactly. What yeah. are we talking about? are
0: we talking about? <laughs> no, that's that was amazing. I just want to say before we wrap up that me and Deanna, we definitely greatly appreciate you coming on the show to do this. Yeah, I appreciate you. know, we've been we've been y'all. waiting to get this done, <laughs> well, so to so finally get good. it done. Mm-hmm. And it was this was really good. This is oh, one of those, yeah, this is great. No, this is great. Thank you. No, for real, for real, Last for real. I was lying to Shorty about the rapping. I ain't lying to you about right. like
2: this. That. We That's don't great. believe
0: you. Yeah, we can't you. take their word on stuff. <laughs> we don't us. believe no, you. Don't. We gotta question everything he say now. Before we let you go, do you mind plugging in all your stuff so people can find you, follow you, everything?
2: Yeah. Um, Instagram, Helpful Digital Marketer by the time this drops my website should be live so you guys can find me at HelpfulDigitalMarketing.com and for anyone listening to Millionaire um, I mean Millionaire <laughs> Mindset Podcast sorry, if you use the code Millionaire Mindset I'm going to hook y'all up y'all can get $100 off my no. Facebook ads starter starting kit I don't know how long we're going to leave that up but yeah. if you listen, Millionaire <laughs> Mindset you can get $100 off um, visit helpfuldigitalmarketing.com, and um, you just hit me up on Instagram. I'm on Twitter too, but Instagram is really where I give a lot of great um, free advice. Uh, you know how you can make money.
1: Right. So
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, Dee. What's your info before we wrap up? And
2: you can find me
1: on Instagram at Deanna Kent. Twitter Deanna S Kent and YouTube Lessons in Life and Luxury and follow me on TikTok at Deanna Kent as well. <laughs> TikTok, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> now I'm on TikTok <laughs> and y'all can follow
0: me on all platforms at Xavier C Miller. That's Instagram, um, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, everything. And you can follow me in the mindset podcast. And that's all we have for y'all on this episode of the Millionaire Mindset Podcast. See you guys next episode. Peace. Peace.